Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. We're talking yourtherapysource.com, helping us with tips, especially during crazy times. How can we help out children, students in general, and at home and in the world at large? Today, Tonight, we're going to talk some inclusive sports participation, and if we have time, modifying playtime as well. Again, this is with yourtherapysources.com's help. Research indicates that People with disabilities frequently join inclusive sports but do not continue with the inclusive sports over time. Parents report rejection by staff and other participants. In addition, parents feel that there is a lack of contact and understanding of people with disabilities. Physical activity for persons with disabilities is extremely important. Here are eight tips to help any children with disabilities participate in an inclusive sports program. First and foremost, make sure that the sports program is accessible for the child if not provide modifications that can make the program accessible all in all if it's in an old school place that doesn't have a ramp and there are kids with who use wheelchairs that are participating in the sports that is really a no-no there has to be modifications if there's a kid that can't stay on task we got to break down the tasks into much more manageable parts into much more manageable steps and much more manageable time frames if you have a kid who, ha- who happens to have adhd and he wants to play in the sport how can you have the game go straight for an hour without a break any kid can't do that every kid needs a break every so often there are sports teams and sports leagues even for little kids that understand this and take the breaks every so often and you need to make sure it's accessible Educate the coaches and volunteers on the child's disability or difficulty. If a coach does not know what to do, it can make participation very difficult. I would also add a caveat. Don't always think about the label. Don't always think about using the word disability. A lot of times, I was talking about this with my wife the other day, I I don't like to use the word disability. I don't like to use the word a, a condition or the like, especially in IEP meetings. I don't like to talk about disability. I like to talk about difficulties. There might be things that are difficult for all of us. Does that mean that everyone should be labeled and everybody should have, God forbid, a, a disability or a term? No. There are different kids that have disabilities. There are different kids that have different things, but we don't have to label them. We don't have to use them. We can use the word difficulty. It comes to the idea of person-first talking, which we talked about in the past. It comes to the idea of putting the person first and any difficulty they may have second so what he has to use a wheelchair doesn't mean he's wheelchair bound it's someone who happens to use a wheelchair if he has difficulty with writing don't call him writing disabled or reading disabled just say he has a reading difficulty or he has a difficulty with reading and difficulty with writing and explain that to the coaches explain that to anybody involved in sports or in the kid's life in general if any modifications require adapted equipment make sure all sports staff know how to use it how can you have a kid that has difficulties with, with sequencing things, with using the steps and motor planning, and he's going to step up to the baseball field with the, at the baseball base, and he's going to pick up the bat and know what to do? You have to go through it all with the kids multiple times, especially all the steps, especially if he has difficulties with different kinds of steps. If you need to modify it, if you're doing it with preschoolers and they're going to play t-ball and the bat is too heavy or the t is too small, you got to raise it or lower it, give them the proper equipment for what they need to be involved in the sport. Offer suggestions on how to present the directions or rules in multiple formats, such as visual, verbal, gestural, instead of only verbally. Maybe the coach 
coach could provide written rules or visual demonstrations. You know how a lot of times the speech providers have these great social stories and they have cues, they have visual cues, pictures. That could really be helpful in different sports also. And if they need to have a board or such, they could use that too and show them the steps on the board. Inform sports staff that the child may need accommodations such as more time to complete a skill. If in school we could give reasonable accommodations for a kid to do a test, why can't we give reasonable accommodations more time on the field? Isn't that reasonable to ask? And make sure that if a child requires additional help, perhaps assign a partner, a peer, or adult to help. He doesn't have to go it alone. Let him do it. There's a beautiful, beautiful story of a child who who had a difficulty, had a, had a mental health condition, had a mental health disability, even though, of course, we don't like using that word, but just for the purpose of the story. So there were two teams... And they all saw that it was very difficult for him to play. He might have had Down syndrome or, or a different condition or the like. He comes up to the, ba- the baseball field and the game is very, very close. But all the kids, all the middle school kids realize that this is a big deal for this kid. Realize, let's call him Shraga, that it was really big deal for Shraga to come to play. His dad always wanted him to be included in the sport. His dad always wanted him to be, participate in the sport. He comes up to bat. And the, the, the pitcher starts the pitch. The first pitch, he does it from the, the regular mound, and he sees it's way off. Shraga tries to hit the ball, but the bat is way off. It misses by a mile. So the pitcher realizes what's really important. The pitcher realizes what's really at stake here. The pitcher realizes he could really make Shraga's day if he figures out what to do. He modifies himself. He moves up like five steps. And then he pitches again. Shraga misses again, but he keeps pitching, he keeps pitching, and everyone is getting in on it. Everyone is getting a little more excited, a little more excited. As the pitcher comes closer and closer, everybody wants Shraga to hit that ball. This story always moves me to tears. It's such a beautiful story. It comes from one of the Judaic books. I forget which one, but it's such a beautiful story. So, again, the pitcher is throwing the ball, throwing again and again for Shraga to hit. He's literally just a few feet away. And the whole the whole stadium is in on it. Both teams are in on it. They don't care anymore about the game anymore, anymore about the score. It's overtime. Nobody cares. All the fans are watching. All the families want Shraga to get that hit. And finally, the pitcher throws it. He lobs it over so softly, and Shraga hits the ball. Everyone bursts into claps, bursts into cheers. Shraga is literally picked up by both teams and starts walking around. The, the bases, he's followed, I mean, by both teams. He goes to first base, everyone is cheering. They purposely throw it over the kid's head. He goes to second base, they purposely throw it over the kid's head. He goes to third base, he throws it over the kid's head. Literally, both teams are cheering and running behind him. This child that happens to have special needs, he comes home after hitting a ball that was basically a bunt, probably didn't even make it to first base, and he literally scores a home run. The whole team both teams burst into applause both teams literally raise them on their shoulders and they both cheer shraga 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 the father and the mother i presume but i think the father was present the father father is basic burst into tears and is crying and is so happy so appreciative of what they did for his son He's never been more proud of his son and of all the children in general. The children took it upon themselves to have the compassion, to have the kindness, 
to include this child that happened to have special needs in the game, to let him have that hit, and to make that hit in a home run? Do you think anybody remembers or cares about the teams, cares about what the score was, or do you think they remember the beautiful moment, the beautiful idea, the beautiful depiction of what they did for that kid and what he did for them? They say that more than you do for others, others do for you. If you give to others, you get much, much more in return. It makes you into a kind person, a compassionate person. That whole day was a beautiful sanctification of God's name. We call that in Hebrew, Kiddush Hashem, a beautiful, beautiful depiction of what could be done. Such a beautiful event. And if we can include children in sports, we can include children in games and give them that ability, that would be fantastic as well. And and the ability of fine-tuning the character is so worth it. It doesn't matter what the score was, but it was worth it to give that child such a beautiful, beautiful day. So incorporate the kid and make sure he has help. Do not assume a child cannot do a task. If possible and safe, always let them try first before determining that something cannot be accomplished. Most likely, sports staff will be amazed at what children can accomplish. I am sure everyone in that stadium, all the coaches were amazed, were tearing, were bawling at the beautiful, beautiful story, the beautiful, beautiful event, event that happened. I actually wish I was a fly on the wall. I wish I was there to witness that. That would have been a beautiful thing to see. If necessary, pre-teach the skills necessary to participate in the sport and remind staff of safety precautions that are necessary for specific disabilities such as a visual or hearing impairment. The reference also here is from the parents' experiences and decisions on inclusive participant of the children with intellectual disabilities, APAC, by Eva Hin Lu Tsai and Lena Fung. Of course, this is your TherapySource.com. But if we could figure out a way for kids to be included in the school system, for kids to be included in their home, why not let them feel even more included in sports and in extracurriculars? Every kid has abilities, has what they can do, and should be allowed to participate to the fullest extent possible. They have the right, they should demand the right, and we should demand the right for them to be able to have such a thing as we wish every day we could witness a story like the a beautiful baseball game with Shraga. We wish everywhere we go we could see such beautiful participation, such beautiful giving for, for children that have such difficulties, such as the story of Shraga. And it is my fervent hope that we always will see this everywhere we go, in the schools, in the homes, all participations, all extracurriculars, all sports, for all kids, regardless of difficulty or not. This has been OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.